0: Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Before we begin, I'd like to say a big welcome to Madison and Adley who have just joined the Coco Club. Welcome you two. We're so happy to have you both. Adley is even a story writer herself. I'm really curious to know what you write about. We hope to hear your stories too one day, Adley. I wonder if you like writing about animals meeting each other, about unexpected friendships. Hmm, There's a twinkle of magic in the air around Coco's cabin in Sleepy Forest. I have a feeling something exciting is going to happen in Wednesday's story, and possibly it might involve our good friend Nessie from Loch Ness. I hope you both enjoy it. Now. Back to tonight's story. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. We're going to soon meet a princess in training called Sierra. Being so very busy with her training, Sierra never knew about the special magic of the forest behind the castle, until one day she takes a walk and meets the most unusual of animals, a dinosaur. Maybe this dinosaur could be her new noble steed. Let's get ready to fly over to the royal castle by snuggling down deep into our beds. Close your eyes. And smile for a moment as you get nice and comfy. Imagine a fairy tale castle with turrets and towers and people busy with preparations for a royal parade. And now look out beyond into the forest nearby where a little dinosaur with a long neck calmly munches on some leaves not knowing he's about to meet someone very special. This is The Princess and the Dinosaur by Alicia Ainsley. Sierra was a normal nine-year-old girl. She was inquisitive and quick-witted. She loved learning new things and new skills. And she had plenty of energy that she needed to burn off every day. She loved dancing and art. She thought animals were adorable, and her favourite food was ice cream. Yes, Sierra was just like many other nine-year-olds, except for one thing. Sierra was a princess. A real royal princess. Every day, Princess Sierra awoke to her usual wake-up call of the birds chirping outside her window. The morning sun trickled in through the long white curtains and lit up her room, beckoning her to start her day. The palace attendants always laid out a pretty dress for Sierra to wear and a matching pair of shoes. Once she was dressed, her lady-in-waiting would brush her hair and style her ringlet curls in a delightful design. ...completed by a colourful ribbon that matched her outfit. Then, she would go downstairs to eat breakfast with her parents, the king and queen. A buffet of eggs, bread, yoghurt and fruit... ...was readily laid out for her to help herself to. And then she would eat her fill before the day's duties began. Each morning... Sierra had several classes she needed to attend as a princess in training. She would take etiquette lessons and learn how to eat, speak and stand like a princess. Then she would take music lessons and dance classes, practice different languages and work on her school studies with the palace tutor. Aside from her princess training, She was required to join her parents in their royal duties so that she could observe them and learn from them. Royal duties could be as simple as meeting the townspeople and tending to their needs, paying visits to nearby kingdoms, and welcoming lords and ladies to their own, and sitting in on courtly matters regarding the running of the kingdom. Sierra found this last task particularly dull. Today, Sierra was required to join her parents in a royal parade through their kingdom. It was a special anniversary, celebrating the kingdom's long history, and there would be a huge parade through the town for all of the citizens to watch. There would be music and dancing in the streets, and Sierra and her parents would ride in their golden carriage, pulled by their majestic horses smiling and waving to the people. Because of the big royal parade, Sierra's classes were postponed for the day, and she had the morning to do with as she pleased. Despite having so much free time on her hands, Sierra didn't know what to do. She wandered the palace halls for a while, admiring the tapestries and paintings of her royal family and then went for a stroll around the palace grounds. It was a bright, sunny day, perfect for a royal parade. Sierra walked for a while, holding up her parasol above her head, and stopped to rest on the wall of the water fountain. Two sweet stone cherubs spurted water out of their mouths in the centre of the fountain, creating a relaxing, trickling sound. Sierra looked around, took a deep breath, and sighed. She was bored. She gazed at all of the beautiful flowers, fruit trees, and perfectly groomed hedges that adorned the palace grounds. It was all very picturesque, but there wasn't much else to do except look and admire. Sierra wished that she could have a big climbing frame or a swing set in the palace gardens. That would be really fun. As Sierra sat and sulked on the water fountain, she stared ahead to the edge of the palace grounds and noticed something moving in a tree beyond the garden wall. She
1: stood up and walked closer to the wall to inspect it better. As Sierra approached the tall, white stone wall, she noticed
0: that there were hundreds of trees beyond the palace grounds. She'd never really noticed them before. It looked like a forest. As Sierra got nearer, she could see clearly what was moving in the tree. Slowly but surely, a grey sloth was shuffling across one of the tree branches. Sierra had never seen a sloth in real life before. She giggled and said without expectation,
1: Good morning, Mr. Sloth. How are you today? To her bewilderment, the sloth
0: turned its head lethargically and looked at Sienna
1: before replying in a slow drawl. Why, good morning. I'm very well, thank you. Although, I am a bit tired. How are you? Sierra staggered backwards with surprise. She didn't know that
0: sloths could talk. She didn't think that any animals could talk, for
1: that matter. Sierra stammered, you, you, you can talk? The sloth chuckled a slow chuckle and replied, (laughs) why, of course I can. Every animal can talk. In Sleepy Forest. Sierra's eyes grew wide with excitement. She had never heard of Sleepy Forest before.
0: She hadn't thought much about what was outside of her royal kingdom. But now she was desperate to find out more. Sierra bade farewell to the talking sloth and wished him a good day before running back inside the palace to find her parents. "'Mother! Father!' she cried as she rushed into the drawing room, where they were relaxing before the afternoon's parade. "'Have you ever heard of a sleepy forest before? "'I just spoke to a dorking sloth on the edge of the palace grounds, "'and he said that in Sleepy Forest... All the animals can talk.
1: The king and queen laughed gently at their daughter's bafflement. The king
0: twitched his mustache and answered, Oh, yes, of course. Sleepy Forest is just beyond our kingdom, and it is full of all sorts of wonderful, magical beings. The queen admitted that she used to venture out into Sleepy Forest all the time before she became so busy with royal errands. Princess Sierra was perplexed. She couldn't believe she'd never heard about Sleepy Forest before. She wanted to know more immediately. Sierra asked her parents if she could go out into Sleepy Forest sometime to take a look around. She would love to meet some more talking animals and see what other magical creatures were living there. It sounded incredible. The king and queen shared a look from their comfy chairs, and the queen nodded her head. Let's go for a morning stroll in Sleepy Forest. She suggested. I haven't been there in years. Since I have some rare spare time on my hands, now would be a perfect opportunity. Sierra leapt up into the air with glee. She couldn't believe that she was getting to go into a magical forest. This day had just got so much better the queen asked the royal attendants to bring her and Sierra's wellies and they swapped their pretty dainty shoes over for big clumpy boots, perfect for trudging through a forest. The queen led Sierra through the palace grounds and over to a big wooden gate on the far side of the gardens. The gate was always locked, but today... The Queen unlocked it with a special iron key. She opened it up, and Sierra was amazed to see a long, dusty path leading from the gate out into the vast forest beyond. The Queen informed the royal attendants that they would be back in time for the parade, and then she took her daughter's hand and led the way into Sleepy Forest. Sierra felt exhilarated, she'd never been outside of the kingdom before, and it was especially exciting to be exploring a new, magical land with her mother by her side. Sierra and the Queen walked along the path through Sleepy Forest, enjoying the morning sun, breaking through the trees and listening to the sounds of the forest. Aside from the sound of birds singing and squirrels squeaking, Sierra heard the occasional gentle rustling in the bushes, and she could have sworn she could hear a faint jingling in the air. She wondered if the talking sloth she had met earlier was still anywhere around. Her mother, the queen, walked with a spring in her step and smiled delightedly as she led the way. She told Sierra all about the times she had ventured into Sleepy Forest in the past. She had met a myriad of friendly talking animals and once she'd even seen a group of tiny elves building a bridge over the river. The Queen seemed to have lots of pleasant memories of Sleepy Forest, and Sierra couldn't wait to make her own. Eventually, Sierra and the Queen came upon a wooden bridge, similar to the one that the Queen had mentioned. Sierra was in awe that her mother's story was true, and the Queen giggled at her daughter's fascinated expression.
1: Shall we cross the bridge? The queen asked Sierra eagerly. Sierra was speechless and could only nod in response.
0: Both royal ladies walked over the bridge in their Wellington boots and beautiful long dresses and continued their stroll on the other side. They walked for a while, but they did not come across any talking animals. It seemed that either the magical creatures were hiding or didn't live in these parts. Sierra was starting to grow disappointed that she might not see any more talking animals when the
1: queen paused and whispered to Sierra. Look over there, through the trees.
0: Sierra squinted in the direction her mother was pointing and, to her amazement, saw a young dinosaur
1: with a long neck trotting through the trees. The dinosaur appeared to be practicing its whistle, but its notes were slightly off-key
0: and Sierra grinned at its adorable attempt. Sierra couldn't believe she was seeing a real-life dinosaur. She thought they were extinct. But her mother whispered to her that anything was possible in Sleepy Forest. Sierra wondered what other marvellous creatures were hiding amongst the trees.
1: Can we say hello? Sierra whispered back to her mother. But she needn't have bothered
0: asking, as right on cue, the young dinosaur spotted Sierra and the queen through the trees and began plodding over to see them. Hello! The little dinosaur called out in a sweet voice. Sierra mustered up. The courage to speak back to the dinosaur and greeted it in return. The friendly young dinosaur introduced himself.
1: My name is Dewey, he said cheerfully. What are your names?
0: Sierra informed Dewey the dinosaur that she was called Princess Sierra and she was with her mother. The Queen of Pearl Asia. Wow, the dinosaur gasped as he took in the two royal ladies. Dewey the dinosaur lowered his head in a deep bow. What an honor to meet a queen and a princess, he said. The queen smiled graciously and Sierra returned a curtsy to Dewey's polite bow. What brings you into Sleepy Forest this morning? The long-necked dinosaur asked politely. Are you lost? Princess Sierra replied that they weren't lost. Her mother was showing her around Sleepy Forest, as she had only just discovered it. They had a royal parade to return home for later. The young dinosaur's ears pricked at the mention of the parade, and his shiny black eyes lit up. Will there be noble steeds at your parade? The little dinosaur asked breathlessly. Princess Sierra wasn't sure what a noble steed was, and she turned to her mother with a look of confusion. The queen confirmed that, yes, there would be noble steeds in the parade. She informed Sierra that noble steeds were the royal horses that pulled their carriages and allowed the royal family to ride around on horseback. The youthful dinosaur's mouth hung open with longing. I've always wanted to be... A noble steed,
1: Dewey confessed. It has been my dream for as long as I can remember.
0: Dewey the dinosaur explained that he had always looked up to the majestic horses that grew up to become noble steeds for royalty. He longed to grow up to be just as tall and strong as them. And maybe, one day, be lucky enough to carry out important duties as they do. Although there weren't many jobs like that in Sleepy Forest, and certainly not for dinosaurs like him. You could become a noble steed if you really want to, Princess Sierra encouraged him. The little dinosaur sulked. Disappointedly, and
1: responded, Sadly, I can't. I'm only a dinosaur. Dinosaurs
0: aren't regal enough to work for royal families. My big, clumsy feet couldn't keep up with the graceful
1: horses. Sierra looked at the sweet young dinosaur. He didn't seem clumsy
0: and ungraceful to her. He looked like he was the perfect size for someone to ride if they were as short as Sierra. Then a light bulb clicked in Sierra's mind. She excused herself and her mother for a moment and whispered in her mother's ear, What if, Chewie? could be Sierra's noble steed. Sierra turned back to the young dinosaur who was patiently waiting and smiled. How would you like to be my noble steed for the day, she suggested. You could come back to the kingdom with us and take part in the royal parade this
1: afternoon. Then... When you're ready to come home, we'll bring you back. Dewey the dinosaur was
0: flabbergasted. It was so unexpected that he didn't know what to say. After a few moments, the dinosaur nodded his head vigorously. Yes, please. I would love that, he cried. Princess Sierra and the Queen smiled happily and began to lead the way back along the path through Sleepy Forest. It wouldn't be long until the Royal Parade began and they needed to get their new guest of honour ready for the occasion. The young dinosaur was a bit nervous about walking in the parade. He had never done anything like it before and he was worried he might stumble or fall flat on his face in front of everyone. But Sierra assured him that they would practice before the parade began. Sierra climbed upon Dewey the dinosaur's back, and he practiced walking with her, riding on top of him. At first, it felt strange to have somebody sitting on his back. But after a few minutes, the dinosaur got used to it, and he found his stride. Sierra wasn't very heavy, and she was right. The dinosaur was the perfect height for someone like her to ride. Dewey the dinosaur carried Sierra all the way back to the gate to the royal kingdom, and she hopped off upon arrival. The royal attendants were already waiting at the gate and were baffled when they saw Sierra arrive riding on a dinosaur. And not just any dinosaur, a talking dinosaur. The Queen requested that the royal attendants prepare the young dinosaur accordingly for the parade he would need to wear some of their noble steeds' finest accessories for the event. While Princess Sierra and her mother went to get changed for the parade, the royal attendants dressed the young dinosaur for the procession too. They placed a sparkling gold saddle on his back and draped a pink pair of reins over his stately neck. To top it all off, they gave him a golden helmet to wear on his head with a pale pink feather poking out of the top. The young dinosaur looked at himself in the mirror and twirled with elation. He looked absolutely glorious. Dewey the Dinosaur was led to the horse's stables where the official royal horses were preparing for the parade. The young dinosaur gazed at the impressive noble steeds with awe. They were just as radiant up close as they were from afar. The royal horses varied in colours of white, black and brown with elaborate armour covering their bodies. After some time, Princess Sierra arrived at the stables in a white sparkling dress and matching silver slippers. Her ringlet curls were all piled up on top of her head and she looked like a true princess. She noticed that Dewey, appeared nervous, despite his fabulous costume for the parade. Sierra asked him if he was excited, and the dinosaur meekly replied, Surely I can't be expected to walk amongst these amazing noble steeds. I will look out of place. Sierra smiled reassuringly and patted him on his side. You might be different to the royal horses, but it doesn't make you any less significant, she said. You are just as special and important as anyone here. You're going to be my noble steed, and you're perfect for the job, because the others are too big for me to ride. The young dinosaur perked up at Sierra's words and smiled shyly. She was right. His dream was about to come true, and he wasn't going to let his nerves ruin the moment for him. Sierra climbed up onto the golden saddle on his back and grabbed the reins.
1: Let's have one more practice before we go,
0: she whispered
1: into her new friend's ear. By
0: the time the Royal Parade began, they had practiced their walk to perfection, and Dewey felt much more confident and ready to go. The doors to the stables opened and all of the noble steeds were led out into their procession positions. Four huge royal horses were strapped up to the king and queen's golden carriage, while four royal guards rode on the backs of the others. Meanwhile, Princess Sierra rode the young dinosaur out to the front of them all, to lead the way through the streets. As they reached their position and prepared for the parade to begin, Sierra could sense that Dewey the dinosaur was nervous. So she leaned down and
1: whispered into his ear, Just take a deep breath. Everything will be Absolutely fine. As the trumpets sounded
0: and the royal parade began, the noble steeds started to move forward, and Dewey, the little dinosaur, led the way. As they all strode through the streets of the kingdom of Perlasia, The people cheered and sang for joy as they admired the noble steeds and waved to the royal family. But nobody stole the show quite like Dewey, the little dinosaur. Everyone was astounded to see the princess riding on the back of a magical sleepy forest dinosaur. And they rejoiced and praised her for it. Dewey the Dinosaur beamed a smile from ear to ear. His dream had come true. He was a noble steed for royalty, and it felt wonderful. Cheerful music played in the streets all afternoon, and the citizens of the kingdom were full of joy and goodwill. They hailed their kind king and queen, and delighted in seeing Princess Sierra riding her very own one-of-a-kind steed. By the time the royal parade had worked its way through the kingdom and back to the palace where it finished, everyone was thoroughly exhausted. Sierra climbed down from Dewey's back
1: and gave him a hug. You were magnificent, she told him. The
0: little dinosaur's eyes were glistening with gratitude and he stood so proudly that he appeared as if he had grown ten inches taller in the time it had taken to complete the parade. Dewey the little dinosaur smiled at Sierra and said wholeheartedly,
1: Thank you, princess, for making my dream come true. It was late in the afternoon and the sun would soon set
0: It was about time that the young dinosaur returned to Sleepy Forest in time for bed. Princess Sierra and the Queen led Dewey back through the palace grounds and opened up the gate to Sleepy Forest. As the young dinosaur was about to pass through the gate and walk home, Sierra stopped him briefly in his tracks
1: I almost
0: forgot she said I have something for you to take so that everyone will believe you when you tell them you are a princess's noble steed she pulled out from behind her back the gold helmet that Dewey had worn in the parade and placed it back on his head The little dinosaur grinned and stood satisfied with his splendid helmet on his head. Princess Sierra gave Dewey the dinosaur one last hug, and the queen curtsied in farewell. Then, with one last declaration of his gratitude to the queen and princess, For their kindness and generosity, he trotted back off into Sleepy Forest to tell all of his friends about his incredible day. Princess Sierra watched her magical friend disappear into the mystical Sleepy Forest and she felt a pang of longing to follow him. She wanted to explore more of Sleepy Forest and the other creatures who lived within it. She wanted to learn about their hopes and dreams and befriend them and help them in whatever way she could. The Queen took her hand and Sierra looked up at her mother dreamily. The Queen chuckled and as if reading Sierra's mind, said, there's always tomorrow.
1: For now, it's time for your royal bed. As Sierra followed her mother
0: back to her bedchamber to relax for the night, Sierra couldn't help thinking about Sleepy Forest and Dewey the little dinosaur. That night, As her head hit the pillow, she dreamed of the adventures she would go on with her future sleepy forest friends. And she slept peacefully in the knowledge
1: that the magical forest was only just outside the palace walls.